I'm Allison Jacobson, a transformational coach for women in midlife who are ready to rediscover who they were before they took on the roles of mom, partner, caregiver, and manager of everyone in the family. Women who are ready to live out their dreams, but don't know or are afraid to take those first steps. I want to help you make midlife the time when you achieve all of your goals. So let's get started. Hey everybody, Allison Jacobson here, and thanks for joining me today on Midlife Mavericks. If you're new here, check out a couple of my other shows and episodes, and if you would and you like this, please leave a review and rate it because that's the way other women can find this and we can spread the word. And if you're looking to hang out with other really cool women in midlife who are kicking ass, head over to Facebook and join my group, Midlife Mavericks, Fabulous Fierce Females. So today I wanna talk about hanging on, hanging on to anger, resentment, even grief. You need to let it go. That's the big message here today. And look, I know it is easier said than done to let go of anger from your ex-husband or a friend. It's easy to say, you know, just let go when you have lost somebody who is so close to you and you're grieving, right? All of those emotions are real, but hanging on to them, hanging on to negative, toxic, sad emotions will literally make you ill. And the reality is they always come out. It may be 10 years later, 20 years later, where you may have not dealt with grief or you may have not dealt with negative feelings, they will come out and often in unhealthy ways. I've seen so many people who have never dealt with the death of a loved one. They either didn't know how to grieve or they were afraid to let themselves go and it just ate away at them. And, you know, I went through that myself when my son Connor died from sudden infant death syndrome. And thank God I had those strategies and coping mechanisms to allow it to go because, and and to to grieve in a healthy way. Um, So when I say let it go, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying to deny your feelings or pretend whatever happened didn't happen. That's not healthy either. But what I am saying is you have to let it go in healthy ways. And I mean, I know you hate your ex or some friend that's trashed you or done some horrible thing. And I know it's tempting to go on social media and fire back or talk about the person to people. And we've seen people write these tell-all books of things that have happened years ago and how they've been judged. And you think it's going to make you feel better doing all this, but it doesn't. Okay. Maybe for a second it does when we're when we're talking about our ex, you know, and we fire off something, it feels really good. But you know what? Then you go back and look at it and you're like, oh my God, you, you really don't, you really shouldn't have said it. And not only does it keep you in a negative space, but honestly, it's it's emotionally immature and quite frankly, not classy. There's other ways of handling letting go of those negative toxic emotions. Talk, talk to yourself, talk to someone, journal about it, cry, write a letter to the person and then burn it. That is one of the things I did when I was going through my divorce. I wrote this long letter to my ex-husband with 
laying out all the things I was hurt by and resentful of and angry. And I just poured it out. And then I took it out into my driveway and I lit it on fire and I let it go. And I let it go in two ways. So not only did I not send it to him, which would have just exacerbated everything, but I spiritually let it go. I wrote it all out and let it out of me and then released it to the heavens as I burned it. And it made me feel so much better. So all of these are healthy coping mechanisms. It also allows you to emotionally declutter and move forward, right? You cannot move forward if you are hanging on to these resentments and angers and grief and all that. You can't. You can only move forward and achieve your goals when you have a clean slate, a clean space. And moving forward also requires forgiveness, forgiveness of others and forgiveness of yourself. Because maybe you're angry at yourself for staying in a relationship too long, or maybe you're angry at yourself for what it's caused everybody else in your life. You have to let it go. You Forgiving yourself is just as important as forgiving the other person. Then there's the other hanging on we do, and that's to a relationship. So have you ever had a one-sided friendship? Maybe you still do, where the person is constantly taking, 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 taking emotionally. You know, they're not there for you. They're constantly telling you about their problems, never listening to you. And they're constantly taking, maybe even legitimately, they're borrowing money, borrowing things. Are they engaging in catty conversations about other people or just nasty and negative constantly? Are they just sucking the life out of you? You know, you might accept this from them and stay in that relationship and that friendship because you've been friends forever, or you have some mistaken sense of loyalty, or maybe you just hate conflict and don't want to confront the person. I I had a relationship I hung on to way longer than I should. And I kept making excuses for it. The person really wasn't there for me. And I kept saying, well, you know, he's busy and he's not going to have time for me. And I get it. And I was just making excuses. It was wrong. So whatever the reason the relationship is not supportive, it needs to end. Okay. You're literally willing to sacrifice your own mental, physical, and financial health because you won't say no or create boundaries and it's affecting you. And look, I know having tough conversations like this is never easy. It's hard to end a friendship, right? But we're not little kids anymore. We're not going to scream at someone and say, we can't be friends anymore. You're not my friend. No, we're going to prepare for it and keep it respectful. And here's how you can do that. Before you have the conversation, and it should be in person, or at least over the phone. Like it's not classy to end a friendship over text. It's just not, it's also not mature, but I want you to write down four or five sentences that are not accusatory and focus more on you rather than the other person. And here's what I mean by that. Remember, no one can make you feel or do anything. So a sentence like, you make me feel resentful or angry when you do this. That's not going to cut it, okay? You got to rephrase it to, when this happens, I feel. 
So while the other person might not agree, these are your feelings and therefore they're valid, but you're not blaming her for those feelings, right? So you, whatever they believe is fine, but you're not, you're taking account for your feelings. So no matter what they think, you're right. You're right for your feelings. And having a conversation like this might help you both understand each other more. Maybe she didn't understand how you felt. Maybe you never really expressed it. So this might be able to repair that relationship and make it better. But if the friendship is truly irreparable, here's how you end it. You simply say, this friendship is not healthy for me anymore. And that's it. You don't say, I'm sorry. You don't keep explaining or anything like that. It's the simple statement, this friendship is not healthy for me anymore. Now, even worse is when we hang on to a marriage or a romantic partnership that's unfulfilling. It could be even dysfunctional or even abusive. Now, so many women are afraid to leave a marriage because they're afraid they can't make it on their own. They are convinced or their partners convince them that they can't afford to leave. They're never going to be able to make it on their own. They're going to be lonely. No one would ever want them again. Or they threaten to turn the kids against them, which I've seen plenty of times. But most often, the fear is grounded in money. Can I make it on my own if I walk out of a bad marriage? Is it worth staying because I'm going to be a bag lady or I'm going to be homeless or I can't live on my own? I, I haven't had a job. I'm never going to have money. That's why so many clients come to me, right? I deal with women to help them overcome these fears that's, that are keeping them trapped in a relationship, right? I work with them to become confident, set goals, and create a plan for a happier life so that they can get out of that relationship, all right? And that is the key. But again, it goes back to what I started off talking about. It also requires forgiveness and letting go. Okay. I know you probably hate your ex. I know the idea of forgiveness is probably hard. And quite frankly, it took me several years to be able to forgive my ex. It really did. Um, but I, once I did, my life changed so much. So many more opportunities came into me because those negative emotions were just spiritually taking up so much space in my body. So you have to allow them to go. You, you really do. But again, find healthy ways to do it. When I say talk, maybe you want to talk to a coach. Maybe there is a good friend that you can talk to. Again, not in a negative way, not about complaining, but how you are feeling. Okay. So look at those ways. If you are, if you have any questions about this, put them in the comments below. I'd really love to hear from you of how you have dealt with negative relationships in the past, how you got rid of toxic friendships, or if you just need some advice on how to do that, I'm more than happy to answer you. But I'd love to hear from you. Tell me what you thought about this. Tell me if any of this rings true, and I will see you again soon. Bye now.